views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. America's top talk shows with breaking news, traffic, and weather. WHIO! WHIO. There is a season. The show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Whether you're a longtime listener or this is your first time with us, we want to thank you for being here and giving us some of your day. Our number today in the studio is 937-457-1290. That's 937-457-1290. Well, you know, so far I've survived the cicadas. I'm not sure if it's going to get any worse. It is. They're predicting in the next two weeks there's a couple, two other, like, types or oh, some part on. of them that come are going on. to still emerge no there's no more emerging going on yes there is i'm telling you i i i watched a whole documentary on it here locally so well yeah i guess it's their special time and then we don't have to see them for another 17 years but as they as say, we say there's a time for everything that's and, right. and this weekend for so many of us means something important yes bob this is the unofficial start of summertime for a lot of folks and after the last year and change or whatever, I think most people are going to want to get out and celebrate a little, whether that means ushering in the summer or time in the pool or backyard barbecues or playing golf or whatever you like to do in the warmer weather. The Memorial Day weekend is usually the time to kick off all of that. You know, you mentioned pools and, and a lot of people have wondered whether public pools will be open this summer. Well, the guidelines from Governor DeWine in Ohio indicate that there's no evidence of the virus that causes COVID-19 that can be spread to people through water in the pools, hot tubs, spas, or water play areas. That's good news. Proper operation and maintenance with disinfecting and all that kind of stuff of these facilities should inactivate the virus in the water, according to our governor. Yes, and things in our neighboring states, though, Bob, are a bit different with either outright closures of pools in state parks or additional capacity limits, at least at the very start of this season. Now, of course, it's going to be pretty chilly this actual weekend, so much of this may yeah. be kind of moot for a while anyway. Yeah, that's for sure. So if you're looking to make a splash, go online or call ahead regarding the pools. But, you know, amidst all the fun stuff that we look forward to come Memorial Day weekend, including the extra day off come Monday, there's a lot that we tend to forget. In fact, I suspect that a significant number of Americans, and perhaps especially younger people, younger generations, may have trouble really relating to what the holiday is all about. Maybe they can, maybe they can't. I don't know. The In this new age of wokeism, you know, talk of past conflicts and their costs, for a lot of folks, it's just not relevant anymore. It doesn't compete with the other isms of the day that people seem to be all worked up about. And uh, instead, I think people want to relegate this holiday to the boring history books. Yes, you know, um, that is something when I was in school, we always said how boring history class was. Well, for millions of Americans, Bob, there is nothing boring about the memory of those we have lost at war. Hundreds of thousands of men and women have given their lives in all kinds of conflicts and causes, 
And this holiday is the time to pause and remember them, whether we were directly related to them or not. And by the way, if you would like to share, um, you know, some information about a person or people you commemorate on this weekend on Memorial Day itself, uh, we'd love to hear from you today. But you've got to call early because we usually run out of time for calls near the end of the show. What's the number for that, Gloria? 937-457-1290. I almost gave out my own phone number. So I'm taking calls personally for today. For those no. of you who want Gloria's personal <laughs> phone number. Oh, that's funny. So 457-1290, and that's 937-457-1290. That is the official number to call the today. The official number, and, which you think we'd remember after 10 years. And share who, who you're remembering this holiday, or if, you know, just in general, what you and your family do to kind of take time to reflect about those fallen for our freedoms. I think it wouldn't hurt maybe to give a little background, just a refresher on how Memorial Day came to be. And we've got a lot more to talk about during the balance of the show. So as you might expect from our large, highly talented, and dedicated research department. It's enormous, the department. It is. I, I know this very well. I think there's bloat in that department. <laughs> we came up with the following. <laughs> Memorial Day is an American holiday observed on the last Monday of May honoring the men and women who died while serving in the U.S. military. Memorial Day 2021, of course, will occur this Monday on the 31st of May. Originally known as Decoration Day, Memorial Day originated in the years following the Civil War and became an official federal holiday in 1971. The Civil War, which ended in the spring of 1865, claimed more lives than any conflict in U.S. history and required the establishment of the country's first national cemeteries. By the late 1860s, Americans in various towns and cities had begun holding springtime tributes to those countless fallen soldiers, decorating their graves with flowers and reciting prayers. Now, it is unclear where exactly this tradition originated. Numerous different communities may have independently initiated the memorial gatherings. On May 5, 1868, General John Logan, leader of an organization for Northern Civil War veterans, called for a nationwide day of remembrance later that month. The 30th of May, 1868, he said, is designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet churchyard in the land, he proclaimed. The date of Decoration Day, as he called it, was chosen because it wasn't the anniversary of any particular battle. On the first Decoration Day, General James Garfield made a speech at Arlington National Cemetery, and 5,000 participants decorated the graves of the 20,000 Civil War soldiers buried there. Now, Memorial Day grew out of Decoration Day. Uh, you know, it gradually became uh, known more as Memorial Day, and it originally honored only those lost fighting during the Civil War. But during World War I, the United States found itself embroiled in another major conflict, and the holiday evolved to commemorate American military personnel who died in all the wars up to that point, including, um, you know, the Spanish-American War and, and World War I and so forth. And it has now extended to include World War II, the Vietnam War, Korean War, and the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. For decades, Memorial Day continued to be observed on May 30th, the date General Logan had selected for the first Decoration Day. But in 1968, Congress passed the Uniform Monday Holiday Act, which established Memorial Day as the last Monday in May in order to create a three-day weekend for federal employees. 
The change went into effect in 1971. The same law also declared Memorial Day a federal holiday. Cities and towns across the United States host Memorial Day parades each year, often incorporating military personnel and members of veterans' organizations. Some of the largest parades take place in cities such as Chicago, New York, and Washington, D.C. Americans also observe Memorial Day by visiting cemeteries and memorials. Some people wear a red poppy in remembrance of those fallen in war, a tradition that began with a World War I uh, poem. So that's just a little bit of a background on uh, Memorial Day for those of you who maybe did not get that history in school. Now, one of the things that irks you uh, and a lot of people about this holiday is the commercialization of everything. Yes. So, you know, if, if you pull up on, you know, the Internet, anything about Memorial Day, what really irks me is some of the first things that pop up through our national mu news media sites, you know, our, our network channels is all of the Memorial Day retail sales. I mean, yeah, it's, it's beginning yeah. to look like, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. You know, what can you find here? What can you find there? The biggest Memorial Day sales. It, it has become so retail-oriented. So we really have to find a way to stem the tide of a culture that can't stop and pause to think about those who went before them or have died for them today in our modern time in the service of our country. Maybe we could do it with a little less commercialization on Memorial Day, not taking anything away from companies' desire to make a buck. Of course, uh, we can't skip our own commercials here. We got to keep the lights on. Uh, but in the meantime, we'd like to hear from you. Yeah, what's important to you about Memorial Day? What do you do to commemorate those that have fallen to, in order to preserve your freedoms? Do you remember anybody particular? Please give us a call at 937-457-1290. That's 457-1290, and we'll be right back. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Well, hello. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. Yes, you are. <laughs> We're talking today well, about Memorial Day. I always want more. I want to know your Gloria. And you were giving out your phone number in the first segment, weren't you? Yeah. I'm, you, I'm not going to continue you're, on you're, with that. Okay. All right. So don't try to call her. She, she's just not here. 457-1290, however, if you'd like to join the show. Uh, we're talking about Memorial Day. What does it really mean anyway? It's, yeah, the unofficial start of summer, but there's a lot of great stuff to look forward to, um, you know, on the other side of this. But are we missing something yeah. amidst all the fun? You know, it's kind of like, um, you know how we have Thanksgiving? It's the unofficial start of Christmas. That's how I look at this. You know, like, we, why can't we just focus on what it is? Why can't we just focus on Memorial Day? Actually, isn't, isn't Labor Day now the unofficial start of Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the unofficial start of the Halloween season, no, Bob. I, I forgot. I, I always feel like Christmas music is like starting in October or September. Or and something. Easter's the start of swimsuit shopping. I mean, oh, everything yeah. has become blurred. We don't right. focus on what's right in front of us. It's, it's always about the next thing coming and, you know, getting out in front yeah. of it. Um, as, as retailers particularly try to pull that revenue forward it's or just, have some reason mm. uh, to do a promotion. Now, one way that we do remember the fallen uh, but also those who have served and sacrificed but are still with us 
is one of our favorite mm. events of the year. Absolutely. And that's the National Memorial Day Concert. Now, this is a free annual concert performed on the West Lawn of the United States Capitol Building in Washington, D.C. in commemoration of Memorial Day between 1989 and 2019. They've been running it quite a while. Yeah, they really have. And in 2020 and 2021, the concert was broadcast on PBS and um, streamed, but it was not live as a result of, obviously, the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, it's held on the Sunday of the Memorial Day weekend, and it is broadcast, as I said, on PBS. And it can also be seen overseas by U.S. military personnel in more than 175 countries and um, aboard more than 200 U.S. Navy ships at sea on American Forces Network. That's really cool. I mean, it's, it's just such a cool thing to watch. I've oh, always, my gosh. I've, I've enjoyed why, the way Joe Mantegna and Gary Sinise who have been the hosts for the longest time, uh, the way they really set these stories up. Of course, there's first-rate, uh, you know, musical performances by people, and the stories. It's um, it's really worth a watch with your family. Mm -hmm. uh, the concerts viewed and heard by millions across the country and the world um, in every year, but uh, 20 and 21. It's attended by more than a half a million people at the United States Capitol. So, for those of people who've got the you know fresh reminder of what happened in January, and that's that was a very troubling uh, thing for our country to go through. This is a chance to see the Capitol in all its glory with people uh, down there on the lawn. The concert is the, the American counterpart uh, of the Royal British Legion's Festival of Remembrance, so they do something over there, and they call it Remembrance Sunday, which is in November. Um, we usually begin ours, of course, with the American National Anthem by the National Symphony Orchestra, followed by all kinds of music and dramatic readings. So what that is going to be, let's make sure we get the date on that. Uh, it's right this, this Sunday. Time. It's this Sunday, and it's at 8 o'clock on your local PBS station. And that's 8 o'clock Eastern time. Eastern time, right. Now, uh, it's also available at pbs.org if uh, you need to stream for some reason. Maybe you're out or traveling or you want to catch it on your phone and... Uh, then they also tend to run it over and over again. Don't yeah, they? PBS runs it over and over again, so you can, if you miss it, you can watch it. I think they even rerun it right after it ends again on PBS yeah, for yeah. the for the weekend. Uh, inevitably, I always come in on the first one late or something, and they're already into they're already into some of the bigger oh, stories. That's, that's so much unlike you to come in. Oh, no, I know. A I'm little not late. late. No. No. Oh, yeah. So today, when we return, we want to talk more about Memorial Day with you, but we also want to uh, talk about another celebration of service that honors military and healthcare heroes. We're going to talk about that in the minutes uh, in minutes after the news. But in the meantime, we're live with you, and we want to know. Yep, we want to know who you're commemorating this holiday, or what you do to celebrate Memorial Day. What's your memory? What's what's a story you can share with us? Nine three seven four five seven twelve ninety. We'd love to hear from you. You know, perhaps there's something particularly you'd like to share about an important person in your history. Could be a grandpa. Could be a father. Could be a mother. Um, when we had the chance to do the honor flight uh, several years ago, uh, what a moving experience that was for the both of us. Remember? Mm, that that was a highlight, a, a great memory for me. Yeah. And we, we went. Uh, we were able to go to Washington, and, and they do an enormous amount in 23 hours, uh, taking down veterans uh, on a plane, on a bus, uh, to all of the monuments that are down there. 
and you really get a sense. Uh, it doesn't start out that way. It starts out sleepy in the morning at about 3, 3.30, and a lot of folks are kind of nervous and you know don't know what's going on. But by the time you get to the end of the day, you get a sense that people have really recaptured some of the history uh, of their time serving in foreign their memories yeah you're listening to there is a season on am 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk it's our ask the expert weekend on the miami valley radio station with breaking news weather and traffic 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk Welcome back to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Yes, you are. This is a Memorial Day weekend, a day which I think has even more importance to people after this last year. Many will say we're not completely out of the COVID woods, uh, but I think folks are just raring to get out to celebrate life, to live again in a way they couldn't or wouldn't last year at this time. It's also a time of year to remember those fallen in our wars and other conflicts, a day set aside to cherish their memory and to honor them for their sacrifice. We'd like to talk to you today about your memories. Who do you commemorate this weekend? And how, how, how do you celebrate? How do you commemorate? 937-457-1290 to join us from anywhere in the area. And uh, Cece has been waiting on the line. And uh, Cece, I want to welcome you to There is a Season. How are you? She is, oh, she is not available. Well, Cece, if you want to try to call back, that's fine, 457-1290. What we're looking for today is, uh, you know, as we said, there's a lot of things you can do this weekend to uh, celebrate that summer's here and, and to get out and enjoy whatever nice weather we'll have. I think Sunday is supposed to be real nice. Um, I'm not sure about Monday. And do the barbecue and all that kind of thing. Uh, but we really want to get after memories. Who do you commemorate here? Uh, who, who is in your family that maybe uh, had a compelling story or something, someone you'd like to recognize? Yeah, and, and if you don't have somebody specific that you commemorate, how do you commemorate all of our fallen soldiers? You know, do you go out to a cemetery and, um, and, and place flowers? I mean, there's a lot of activities that go on to help people gather together to reflect on those that have preserved our freedoms. Have you heard much about uh, parades? this year um there are I, I believe some parades are going on I, I don't really know for sure that would be interesting to check that out yeah now there's another program that caught our eye and it's a little broader than even the national memorial day concert and it's particularly appropriate in that it honors our military and our health care workers we came across this yeah so this article comes um in, in one place from usveteransmagazine.com and it's titled side by side um, and it's, it's a celebration um, of service, honoring military and healthcare heroes. As part of the kickoff, it says, to uh, National Work Nurses Week, which brought together healthcare workers at Lenox Health Greenwich Village to thank the New York City community for their continued support over the past year, Northwell Health announced the return of Side by Side, a celebration of service in honor of both military and healthcare workers. Now this concert uh, happened on the uh, the 27th already, okay? So it's it's happened already, but there is a live stream uh, benefit that is also going to be going on. It's got you know superstars like 
Katy Perry, um, you know, Gavin DeGraw, and, and uh, there's also a performance by Northwell's Nurse Choir. Isn't that cool? They got their yeah. own uh, choir of, uh, of people. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll tell you more about that in just a second. Let's, uh, let's take our caller here. Uh, welcome to There is a Season. Who am I talking to? You are talking to Virginia Canam. Hello, Virginia. Uh, hello. And I have a, a family history uh, that I would like to share with you, if I could. Oh, sure, uh, go ahead. A, my great-grandfather was captured at the Battle of uh, Pittsburgh Landing, which is near Charlotte Church. Uh, he spent two months in Libby Prison. Uh, then he uh, was taken to Andersonville Prison and spent the entire 14 months there. Uh, and he came home, had to walk about the last three miles from a railroad, uh, and I had on nothing but a pair of ragged pants, and that was it. Uh, long white beard. Uh, nobody knew him except his dog. His wife did wow. not know him. His three children did not know him. Anyway, he uh, lived uh, to produce uh, altogether uh, ten children. Uh, and then the next war uh, happened. Uh, we had nobody in, in the Spanish-American War. Uh, the First World War, I had five uncles. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Uh, five out of one family and another one out of another family. So I had six altogether. Uh, then in World War II, uh, I had uh, 92 first, second, and third cousins, three of them which did not come back. Um, so that happens to be my history and happens to be my favorite holiday, shall I say, because of all the, the, the fighting that went on, the, the people who helped to develop this country. Now, you know, it, it is interesting, uh, and the way you were describing that story, it was very easy to listen to and, and soak that up. I'm, I'm always hungry for that kind of uh, okay. story and recalling. Um, do you find it's, uh, that other people around you and in your family also have a passion to retell the stories? No. Because I, I really don't know of anybody else who, you know, has a history like that. And if they do, I hope they call in. Yeah, I'd love to hear that today. Yes. You know, some, some of our schools do a you know, really wonderful job of um, educating our students through a special Memorial Day assemblies or um, not really called pep rallies, but I know certain high schools will bring in some of our veterans and, um, you know, we have some bands that come in and they show a, um, of the local community all of the people that died. Um, in the service of protecting our freedoms. And I, I think that's really great because I think we're losing that a little bit in our educational system, the next generation, um, well, helping them to realize the importance. Especially yeah. they, don't, they don't teach any uh, history um, until <laughs> after the first or second World War. Right, right. Well, and a lot right. of times the history, because they're trying to cram so much in, you know, to teach to maybe a, 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 some kind of a testing standard, uh, they kind of breeze through a lot of these chapters. I've seen it with my own kids, and, and uh, they touch on it. And I'm not going to say that every place uh, gives it short shrift. We know of some schools that do uh, tend to a little, bring a little bit more focus to this. But there's nothing like the personal story uh, oh, that yeah. is captured and retold over and over again. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm 92, and uh, there is oh, quite congratulations. a yeah, congratulations. That's oh, great. Thank and thank you. you for sharing that with us. Thanks so much for your call today. Really appreciate it, Virginia. Thank you. Uh, okay. Have a Let, good day. You thank too. Bye-bye. Let's welcome Scott from Dayton. Scott, you're on There is a Season. Hey, um, I just wanted to call because I always think on Memorial Day about a group of young men and women that I think get forgotten. Um, and those are the, you know, soldiering to dangerous business. 
and we have an incredible armed forces because we train all the, you know, I used to be in the service. Train, 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 train. And unfortunately, every year here in the United States, you know, a few soldiers get killed in training. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just the nature of it. And it, and I always think to myself, their sacrifice is the same as the oh, yeah. ones who, who die in a foreign land because a lot less people die in a foreign land because of the way we, the, the, the military trains. And it's just uh, those people need to be remembered. Yeah, and that's something that I wouldn't have been aware of. So thank you for sharing that. Scott, I think one, one thing that um, you really bring forward in that kind of a comment is the recognition that anybody who is involved in uh, our military services uh, is putting themselves at risk. You don't know whether you'll get called up, whether you'll go to the front line. We even saw some of that on Honor Flight. Not everybody who was with us on the plane and on the bus that day saw combat. Some people had horrific stories of, of combat. Other people had uh, office jobs. But the commitment uh, was the same. Commitment they was knew there, what they were going into. And right. they could have been in danger at any time. So I, I do appreciate that you've recognized those people who are in, you know, preparing and uh, also risking their lives. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Sacrifice. Yes, yep. they did. Thank you. Thanks a lot for the call, Scott. I appreciate it. So we're talking today about Memorial Day, and if you've got a memory you'd like to share with us or someone you'd like to commemorate, we'd love to hear it. We've got time to, to fit those in today, 937-457-1290. We were talking now here about a, another uh, program uh, that uh, is now available as a streaming content on YouTube, and it was called Side by Side. Uh, one of the big wigs involved with this is the executive producer and an NBC personality was Al Roker. And he said, I am thrilled to continue the celebration, especially as America emerges from a global pandemic, and notably during this 20th year anniversary of the September 11th, uh, 9-11 tragedy. This year feels much different, more celebratory, but no less important in realizing that true heroes don't wear capes all the time, but uniforms of service. We tip our hats to the first responders healthcare workers and veterans that put their lives on the line for all of us. Yes, and he goes on um, to say, along with um, another uh, person who hosted the inaugural side-by-side celebration service, Alfonso Rubiera, that this year we hope to raise funds in support of our military and all those who run towards danger with a night of unforgettable performances and by sharing stories of perseverance and strength that really demonstrate the resiliency um, especially of the community of New York City. Um, so it, it's, it's really a, a great program to watch, and I think that they've got their focus right where it needs to be, Bob. Um, as I said, it's a two-part celebration. Um, part of it already occurred on um, Thursday, May 27th, but um, the live stream on YouTube is going to occur um, this, yet this weekend. And this is uh, largely sponsored by Northwell Health, which is a very large health provider on the East Coast uh, in New York. They're, they first launched the side-by-side celebration over Memorial Day weekend in 2019. Uh, a lot of people associated with this, a lot of you know, big names. Uh, Imagine Dragons has been a part of this. Uh, Boys to Men, as I mentioned, Gavin DeGraw, the U.S. Navy Band. Um, and again, they do sort of a, kind of a similar thing to what happens with the Memorial Day concert uh, on the Washington Capitol yeah. lawn. 
with storytelling by veterans. Yeah, and the um, CEO and president of Northwell Health goes on to say, you know, we are forever in debt to our armed forces, especially those who made that ultimate sacrifice fighting for our freedoms. He says, we must never forget their service. We will continue to celebrate their efforts along with all of our first responders and healthcare workers who risked everything to save lives after these September 11th attacks. And again, during this pandemic. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's um, really a great thing that they sponsor this. So good, a couple of things that you, you can take in here uh, over, the, over the weekend. Uh, 457-1290 to join us at the program. Let's welcome Jack from Miamisburg. Jack, thanks for calling in. Hey there, how you doing today? Good, how are you? What's your, what's your uh, commemoration today? Well, my, my grandfather was a fighter pilot for the, uh, uh, in the First World War in the 22nd Air Squadron, flew a SPAD-13 open cockpit uh, oh, wow. plane, and he was uh, shot down uh, on October 4th, 1918, uh, in northeast France, survived, didn't have a parachute, but he survived, but was a uh, prisoner of war, spent the rest of the war, which I think ended uh, the next month, uh, in a, and didn't get back until probably spring of 1919. But what what uh, <clears throat> what's unique about him, and, and probably actually not unique to those people who served back in that time, and probably a lot of people that serve, is that he lost his hearing in one of his ears uh, from the open cockpit in the engine. And when he got back, the government, um, the military, was going to offer him, it was like a 3 or $5 a month stipend for losing his hearing. And he actually said that my government owes me nothing and would not accept it. And I think that was pretty typical of, of the uh, people in that era. I mean, they just really felt a strong um, uh, feeling of serving and that, that, that it was their responsibility to, uh, to do so. This is, you know, you're, you're referring to the, the greatest generation, uh, you know, which is there's been a lot uh, in media about that and following Tom Brokaw's book, which uh, really focused in on that generation. You know, I was thinking also uh, as we were preparing this program of some other movies that I've seen in the last 10 years. I saw Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, and, and the thing of that, the context of it is that you have all these people wanting to go to serve. Uh, a different sense of what the nation was or meant and the risk they were willing to take. All kinds of people, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, with that, without hesitation, who wanted to serve right. for a cause greater than, than themselves. And uh, it just seems, it's not to say that people are not uh, serving well in our military today, but it, the, the context just seems different uh, in the culture, that people are not as uh, drawn to that kind of service anymore. And the reasons going into the service, you know, um, I I sense our, the motivations are different. You know, oh, my college will be paid for, whatever. Those are all great and wonderful things. But, yeah, I don't sense, generally speaking, I quote generally speaking, that there is the desire just to serve our country without any thoughts of what it will get them. Right, right. That, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. People. Hey, Jack, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Wayne, stay on the line. We'll come back to you in just a moment as we talk more about Memorial Day here on There is a Season. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 
Welcome back to the show that flies without a net. This is There's a Season, and I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria, and that was a very interesting introduction, <laughs> It Bob. feels like that sometimes. It just feels like at any moment we could plunge to our... Oh, yes, I feel that yeah. all the time. Yes. yes, every time you walk in here. Hey, uh, we're talking about Memorial Day uh, today, and uh, Wayne has been very patient. Uh, Wayne from Miamisburg, I want to welcome him to the program right now. You still there? Hi. Yes, so there are thousands of our men that are buried across the islands in the Pacific. Uh, we visited the uh, Philippine American Cemetery in Manila, Philippines, a few years back. And I will tell you, it is kept in, in immaculate. Uh, it's just, it's pristine. The Filipinos walk the grounds and pick up leaves uh, that happen to blow onto the grounds. There's a, there's a column around, a covered column of, of walls with the names of the uh, men that have never been found. And every so often on the walls, uh, there's a, a bronze asterisk which indicates that the, uh, uh, the remains have been identified by ENA. It is, wow. It's an impressive sight. Wow, that is, uh, and that's very touching. Um, here, you even, you know, just the way you describe that—that uh, that they hold uh, our soldiers in profound reverence to this day. Nine hundred uh, also... miles south of Manila is a town on Leyte called Maasim. In the town square, there's a there's a bronze statue of a Filipino and an American stumbling along, uh, memorializing the. Uh, uh, the death march from uh, Corregidor to the, uh, to the uh, prisoner of war camp. Wow, that is incredible information. Um, I appreciate you sharing that with us today, Wayne. I think you've really uh, you've added to people's knowledge. If anybody ever has a chance to be there and see these things, uh, that would be tremendous. Or even uh, step it up a bit here, right here in our United States, with a little bit more reverence and willing to even go and... Um, you know, yeah. honor by keeping our cemeteries or our graves, maybe some that are not visited a little bit more. Eastern, MacArthur landed on the eastern side of, of Leyte. A barangay in the Philippines is a colony in a city, whatever. But, you know, the Spanish ruled for 400 years. The, the barangays on the eastern side are Rodriguez, Hernandez, Spanish names, and right in the middle, MacArthur. I didn't know that MacArthur was a Spanish name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing legacy. Yeah. Sure there. Thank you so much, Wayne, for that call today. I really, really appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you. Great, a great way to close out our show. God bless you. Thank you. Well, we've got uh, that's that's all the time we have for today. We do have some interesting programming uh, coming your way. Uh, we're going to be talking here very soon next week. I think we're going to do this on critical race theory. What is it? Where did it come from? What is the impact? Why is it affecting education uh, and government at almost every level? Uh, we'll get, be getting into that. And don't forget to tune in to the uh, PBS National Memorial Day concert this Sunday at 8 p.m. on every PBS station across the nation, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Well, to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, and it is time for us to go. Remember, dear friends, seek grace in every step you take and never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. For Gloria Shanahan, for our producers and everyone who makes the show possible, we thank you for spending some time with us today. 
You've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.